on the outskirts of Pilates, where the police fear to tread, is a home of terror, experiments, and dread. Welcome to Hayes House. So while you guys are, are bitching about how nasty Max KFC pisses, um, Mac notices it first with his shiny teeth, but he hears there's kind of a shuffling. And then all of a sudden, two of what appeared to be the dead haze users jump up the stairs. One of them has a knife in his hand and the other one has a broken glass bottle. And you can't really hear them because they're you can hear this weird murmuring coming from them and they're going like this, but they're there. You can hear that they're talking, but you can't really hear what they're saying. Their voices and their vocal cords are just so corroded from the time that they are just, you don't know what the hell they're saying. It's creepy as shit. And they just come out of nowhere. However, because you did react so fast, you see them first and you can go ahead and get a shot off if you'd like to. Oh, I would like to. That's another 10, my dude. All right, so that's going to be a 22. Yeah, that's that's definitely going to hit, and I believe that's 3d6 instead of 2d6. So 13. 13? Yeah, as, as soon as one of these things jumps up the stairs at you, uh, you, you just freak out and bam, blow them at pretty much straight in the face. And the bullet goes straight through this guy's head and he tumbles and falls down to the ground. And you can just see blood coming out everywhere onto the carpet. But then you hear a weird gasp and he stands back up. Guys, we're in a straight up fucking horror movie. This is bullshit. All right. So that was kind of the surprise round. Um, Because Mac did shoot off first, everyone noticed. Um, But then it will go Mac then the two haze users, then Cam, then Lana. So that one that fell on the ground and stood back up, bleeding profusely, and is has this weird, like, kind of gasping sound, you know, sucking sound coming from his hole as he starts to charge again towards you, and he has a large butcher's knife in it. He's got a suck hole. What the fuck? So he's coming straight at you, Mac. What would you like to do? Uh, can I do anything? 
yeah uh so that was a surprise round you you did have a reaction so you stopped that um you can move about 10 feet back uh if you really want to um you've already shot at him so he's going to try to attack next but oh so i i took the surprise round now i can do my normal shit all right well i'm gonna fucking shoot his, shoot him in the in the head this time because mac is educated by television and knows zombies die from a headshot Okay, that one, that time was only a 18. Only an 18, guys. Go ahead and roll a 2d6. Well, you guys are forgetting that we're also using the uh, cyberpunk rules. Difficulty values are much different than uh, DVD yeah. roll. Yeah. Uh, eight. Eight? Okay, yeah. So this the, the second bullet blasts through right next to the second hole. The, the first suck hole in this guy's head and he goes toppling to the ground but as he does his blood kind of splatters all over the uh, the one that you had punched earlier and had picked his feet up as soon as the blood cakes over this guy's face he just stands up he his eyes shoot open and he stands up and he doesn't really have anything in hand other than the inhaler itself so he's just going to be swinging with his hands but he is going to be going right after Lana in the order. So he will, well, he'll come into the order uh, after after the next, the second haze user. So the first haze user, just a, a crumpled mess on the ground. The second haze user sees this and eyes just dart directly to Mac. This one has a broken glass bottle and he's going to run at Mac and try to stab him. Yeah. So you are within 10 foot range. So he will, the, the glass bottle comes down arcing cutting at you and he's going to try to stab you in the chest so he is going to roll a d6 for damage and that is four points of damage i believe your armor blocks it yeah um so interestingly enough like mac he's totally shirtless right now um but that doesn't stop him from having armor he has it uh, subdermal like st- subdermal uh, plating so yes I mean it is it is the cheap shit so it's only five but it will it will prevent him from getting his organs cut yeah and as the 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 glass actually kind of breaks on this it cuts into the skin and then breaks um, you're not hurt at all really other than like kind of a gentle scrape and the glass bottle itself looks chipped and the haze user pulls back and is just looking at the glass really intently. And that's all he's going to do. I'm going to whoop your ass. You touch my tattoos. <laughs> he doesn't even notice. He's just looking at the glass now. He's he's transfixed on it. Cam, it is your turn. I'm a pistol with him. Yeah, I'm going to toss the gun up in the air, catch it by the barrel, and beat him in the head with the butt of the gun. So that will be... My dexterity or what? That'll be your dexterity plus a d10 roll. And if you have any brawling bonus. 10. 10? Okay, yeah, that's definitely going to hit because you are are pretty much up close and personal with him. Go ahead and do your, I think it's 1d6 plus 3. 5. 5. All right, so that, that pistol whip just cracks him across the skull. The glass bottle that he was staring at, um... Almost cuts him in the face, but he he pulls it away, and you can just hear this 
as he looks away from it and starts to glare at you. Hey there, Buster. You were supposed to stay sleeping downstairs. Alright, is that all you're going to do for your turn? Uh, yeah, I'm just going to make sure I'm not in between two of them. Because um, I, mean, I want to I stay to one side. Alright, so you are off to the side a little bit. You're kind of off to the right of the one that was trying to attack uh, Mac. And the one that's going to jump up off the couch. Um, you can see he's starting to get up from the couch. And you can hear the sickening squelching noises as the bed sores just kind of like... As he's getting popping himself off the couch, he is to the left of Mac. While this glass bottle guy was to the right of Mac, and you're even further to the right of him. Um, Lana, what are you going to do? Who is closest to me? Um, closest in general would be the one with the glass bottle, but you would have to kind of skirt closer to the stairwell. As uh, if you're trying to shoot them. Um, both of your friends are kind of in the way. Would I be able to hit him with my baton? Yeah, you could get up and hit him with your baton, and if you do so, I would grant you advantage because you guys are kind of ganging up on the same same buddy. Hell yeah. I'm going to take my baton and whack him in the legs where the juicy bits are. All right, so you kind of skirt around to the right of Cam and go to pop him in the legs. So go ahead and make a d10 roll and add your dexterity all right i'll whack him for 12 okay that's definitely gonna hit so go ahead and roll your 1d6 plus 3 worth of damage all right that's gonna be a six okay all right so you whack him on the legs and he does start to fall down but he catches himself on one arm and that arm actually breaks as he catches himself on it so with that whack and that pop of the arm itself uh he ends up cutting himself some and blood is going to spray out and cam i will need you to make a body roll for me so 1d10 plus your body modifier or your body score 18 18 okay so this blood sprays across kind of your body you get a little bit of it on your neck but you quickly wipe it off and as you do you feel this kind of like burning sensation and your blood your your pulse starts to like heighten for a second but after that it just goes back to normal like adrenaline mode kind of freak out and you're like what the fuck was that fuck this shit's caustic this guy's kind of crouched on the ground and he has that glass bottle still in one hand and he's starting to get back up um but after that it will be the last haze user's turn so this haze user he was on the couch He's actually going to just dive at Mac. And yeah, that is not going to hit. So he starts to go up to, to grab Mac himself and then realizes that his legs are still, or his arms and body is still a bit stuck to the couch. So it took more effort to get up off the couch than he realized. And he just doesn't quite get there. His body is still kind of frail. So with that, Mac, it'll be your turn. I'm going to shoot him in the head execution style. The one on the ground? Yep. Okay. Go ahead and make an attack roll for me. That's um 13. Yep, 13 will hit. So go ahead and do your 2d6 worth of damage. Six. Six? Okay. So, like the last two bullets that can't, uh, Mac has fired, this, uh, this bullet goes straight through this guy's head. And like a ripe cherry tomato, his head just kind of pops 
I'm going to need everybody to make a body roll for me. I don't know about you guys, but I'm getting kind of hungry. Gross. Were you, like, really into Gushers as a kid? So, Mac, what did you roll for your body roll? Eleven. Eleven? Okay. Uh, Cam, what about you? Sixteen. And Lana, what about you? Sixteen. All right. So, Mac, as you shoot this guy, blood splatters everywhere, and uh, as you are the closest and you're putting the gun right up against his head, you get a backsplash that just hits your face. And um, blood does spray onto Cam and Lana, but they're kind of far enough away that the blood just gets them a little bit like it did earlier uh, to Cam, and they just quickly wipe it off after feeling that kind of heat rush through their body. You, however, because you're so close, um, it just... You feel this intense heat through your body, and you get super thirsty, and all of a sudden your pulse is just beating really, really fast. Um, you for the next two turn for the next turn, you're just going to be using move actions. You cannot attack. Um, you're just going to be moving whichever ways you want to, um, but you do need to move. So, including this turn, you will have to move. What would you say? Um, if I said that Mac Mensa had um pro had his family has a history of addiction problems um i can tell you that if mac has used this in the past then he knows it is a side effect of haze um however this is more intense really than uh he's ever felt before well he's never used haze but yeah i mean like i'm just saying that like uh genetically he's predisposed to um, addiction. Um, then I will tell you uh, for sure after after this combat, um, there will be penalty rolls to body checks. Okay, yeah. Because I'm, I'm fine with taking like a... I'm fine with there being like a, a worse consequence just because of this fact. Yeah. If you... I can tell you if you get doused enough in this stuff it starts off as just a a penalty to certain checks and then it'll become a penalty to most actions um you can tell that too just from how your body is reacting this shit has hit you harder than anything else has ever hit you and pretty much as soon as it, it starts to go through your system even with your system you know going your heart going as fast as it is your blood pressure being as high as it is and as hot as you feel right now you have you get that instant craving that you you need to have more of it so for this turn you will have to move and the next turn you cannot attack you have to just move in general he's he's gonna uh turn and and go into the bathroom okay yeah so mac just scoots into the bathroom he just stays there for the rest of his turn so with that being said um you have one hate you have the secondary haze user the bottle boy he is bleeding out he is just a splattery mess right in front of you you two, Cam and Lana. So, Cam, it will be your turn. And you see that one guy has just stood up from the couch. And he, too, is now covered in blood. And at first, you feel like it should be affecting him about how it affected Mac. Or you just get this kind of weird feeling. Like, why did Mac just dart off so fast? But at the same time, you know how that blood feels. Um, and the one that the haze user that has, has just risen up off the couch seems to look a little bit better off he's not as emaciated he's not as frail as he was earlier 
So I'm going to back away. If I can find some cover, I'm going to take some cover. You can get far enough away that it's it's a good like 10, 15 feet before he can come and get you. Yeah, I'm at least going to back up five feet. Um, and then I'm going to aim for the center mass and just um, shoot him in the chest. Go ahead and do an attack roll. He is about 10 feet away from you. 15. Okay, yep, 15 will definitely hit, so go ahead with your 2d6 worth of damage. Nine points of damage. Okay. Yeah, so he will take nine. The bullet just sinks into his center mass, and you can hear a high-pitched, like, coming from his lungs and his lips, but he is still standing. He's just staring dead at you now, and you can see uh, a weird kind of fire in his eyes. Is that all, all you're going to move for your turn? Um, yeah, I mean, there's just the doorway to the bathroom, I guess, and then the stairwell, and then... And, well, the stairwell, I, I may not have described it very well, but there is a railing that kind of curves around, and this stairwell continues up to the third floor as well. Yeah, I'm going to stay where I'm at. I don't want to invite any other factors to the situation. Lana, what will you do in this situation? Um, I think she's going to pull out her gun and shoot the one that's like reviving okay so go ahead and now you are just about five feet away but go ahead Mm, oh yeah okay sorry i guess i'm gonna i'm gonna step back lana's gonna realize that maybe we don't want to be in the splash zone and uh step back and then take aim 12 okay that'll hit so go ahead with 2d6 worth of damage that's gonna be six all right, so similarly, your bullet flies into the center mass, not where uh, Cam's head expertly hit up in the, the center lungs, but kind of down towards the diaphragm stomach area. And you can see as the bullet goes in, you starts off with kind of blood coming out, and then it gets strangely, like, orangey. Um, and you guys smell the unmistakable smell of haze. And it kind of goes through your head that these guys, like, subsisted off of Haze itself. That uh, it will be the Haze user, user's turn. So he's going to look between the both of you. And then he's going to look at Cam. And you just hear that kind of rattling hiss. And he's going to charge at Cam and try to just grapple her. Bring it, Juicy. And he seems to slip in his own haze-infused blood. And he gets close, but he misses by the hair of your chinny-chin-chin. Yeah, I'm going to sidestep that, motherfucker. All right. With that, it is Mac's turn. And Mac, what what kind of freak-out scenario are you going through right now? Is there a mirror in this bathroom? There is. And you can stay there and look for a little bit, but you will have to move some sort of distance. Okay, well... He is going to um, smash his head against the mirror. He's going to gingerly take his hat off first, and then he's going to smash his head against the the mirror. All right, Mac, you will take two points of damage, Um, but, you know, you have armor on, so it's going to stop it. Your face is just going to be cut up, essentially. No, no, I mean, it's okay if I take damage to my face. Like, my armor, I mean, it's not everywhere, right? No, it's mostly like chest area, body, you know, center mass. But yeah, so you can just go ahead and smack your face. You you will take two points of damage. Um, your face is now kind of lacerated, a little bit cut up. Um, 
there's not glass sticking out of your face, but there are visible cuts. Um, and then you will have to move some sort of distance. Yeah, uh, I guess he's going to run up the stairs towards the third floor. Okay, so you're going to dart out the bathroom and you kind of just sprint past uh, the situation with Cam and uh, the haze user and you kind of get to about halfway up the stairs before your pulse starts to regulate again and you start to just take a couple deep breaths. Um, However, in the back of your mind you still have this weird kind of persistent feeling that you haven't felt in a long time that's just like i god i i need another hit of that shit all right cam it is your turn what would you like to do uh i am gonna curb stomp this guy that just tried to tackle me he is about five feet away so go ahead and make a make a d10 roll and add your dexterity and any brawling if you have it 14 14 will definitely hit. That's a 9 damage because I rolled a 6. So, go to curb stomp him. Um, He is standing upright, though, so it's kind of difficult. So, your next best bet is you kick him in the knee, and you realize that you're right close to the balcony. So, as he starts to topple, you just shove him over the balcony, and he just tumbles down a floor, which normally wouldn't you know, grievously injure someone. But as he hits the floor, you just hear a loud, like popping snap. It sounds like, um, if you've ever kind of stepped on like a wishbone or something along those lines, just a loud reverberating snap and that sucking noise just goes silent. See, the last time I kicked somebody off a balcony, it didn't sound like that. That sounded much more squelchy, almost like um, I took a bag of toothpicks and also a bunch of jello and threw it off a balcony and not an actual human body. But that's okay. You know what? The, uh, The results speak for themselves. Thank you, judges. Thank you. You can hear the ghost of Mary Berry just clapping off in the distance. Everybody likes a good bottom. She is very proud. (laughs) Hey guys, it's like Saul here from Roll Warriors. I got a quick question. Have you guys ever just like woken up from a terrible nightmare and been stuck in a mental fugue state for like multiple hours on end? Wait, are you telling me it doesn't happen to you guys at least, like, once a week? Well, darn. Um, I'd really appreciate it, then, if, like, you guys could listen to our podcast, because I'm kind of forgetting a lot of things about my life. I'd really appreciate somebody who could, you know, at least listen to my mental decline and probably give me some good, uh, uh, backup and remembering things. Alright, guys, I'm gonna go. I think I gotta go, like, sit and think about things for a while. Thanks. Uh, just as a disclaimer, all those who are listening, this is part two of Hayes House. Um, maybe mixed in the same Hayes House, but probably not. It's been a fucking while. Like, two months at least. Yeah, we're talking quarantine months, so that shit is like more than two months. Like, one month in quarantine equals two years, at least. So, 
to our fried and destroyed brains, all of us, we're probably going to forget some things. Also, we're drinking. Also, we're all of us are drinking except for I do believe we were drinking last time too, so that doesn't help either. 100%. The the game master is not drinking, but in essence, the game master is always inebriated of some way. Cam while seeming at first to save ended up not and now has been stuck in a loop of differing accents. Whoops, a fucking daisy. And there we have it. You guys are on the third floor, or well, you guys are heading up the stairs to the third floor, and you see that there is a heavily locked door in, ahead of you. What do you guys want to do? I'm going to walk up to it and see what kind of locks they are. So as you do, um, it's, it's pretty easy. You don't really have to make any sort of investigation or intelligence role. Um, there are two large steel beams that are crossing over in the middle like a giant X and there is some kind of large padlock system not only on the uh, on that X but it also connects to the door the actual uh, the door doesn't have a knob or really a handle it has some sort of thing that you put your hand in and just like slide the door open with and it's all connected by this magic or this not magic but this uh, massive lock rather do y'all need me to shine my teeth somewhere? Yes, and as Max shines his teeth, you can see that the uh, the lock itself, the big padlock, has a a keyhole. That's fucking wild, man. I haven't. I don't even know what this shit is. What if I punched my head through the ceiling, over the door? Well, let's see. Can you jump that high? Yeah, because I motherfucking have. Uh, cyber leg. I have uh, jump boosters. That's so I can, like, I can leap uh, six meters straight up or uh, make a running jump. I'm feeling really good though right now, guys. I, I, could, I could fucking do it like, like easy. Like jumping over the door or doing what? Yeah, fuck. Let me, yeah, let me fucking give this shit a try. Okay, we'll go for it then. I feel like a, like a million f- fucking dollars. What do I roll? What do I roll? I want to. I want to fucking charge the door and try to blast through it with my body. All right. So what you will do is go ahead and make a body roll for me. All right. I got a body of ten, and I'm feeling the drugs. All right. So you'll add since you did get hit with haze, you'll add a plus two to your roll. All right. <laughs> that is a a nineteen. Okay. So Mac backs up about like maybe three feet four feet something like that runs as fast as he can and he smashes into this door and you actually see this door was my sister (laughs) you see the door crack and you see the uh the steel beams buckle a bit but he kind of bounces back and while you do see like that hit didn't look like it really felt too great um max not showing any pain and that door looks like it's maybe another hit or two and it would probably just cave in I'm going to do it again. All right, go ahead. Do the same thing. I'm fucking already backing up. Lana's going to join in this time. All right, well, you're going to roll with advantage. Uh, okay, that one, that time it's a 20. Uh, all right, so a 20 altogether. Um, yeah, that door cracks and the, the braces buckle in as well. Uh, but this time, Mac, you are going to take three points of damage. 
All right, it looks like that door is, uh, it's barely hanging on. And you can kind of see the, there's chips and cracks in that door itself. And like, it's starting to cave in a bit. Kick it. I'm going to kick it. Yeah. Hey, Cam, uh, yeah, you want to give us a hand over here? Yeah, I mean, I'll give you a foot. All right, you can kick it. That's fine. I'm going to collect myself for a second. Yeah, get it together, Mac. Uh, you're lo- looking a little messy. Don't tell me what to do. So, Cam, go ahead and give me a body roll. Got a killer fucking body is what I do. Uh, just pretty fucking great is what I am. Um, it's a 15. Door shatters through, and the uh, yeah, the steel bars just kind of buckle in as they go in with the door. And you guys come into an attic room. As you do come into this attic room, it's actually considerably different than the other rooms you guys have been in. It's clean. Uh, and there are what looks like low-hanging and also low-powered uh, fluorescent lights running across the ceiling. There is another large window on the far side, um, similar to the windows that you guys have seen up on not only the first floor but the second floor. Um, kind of boarded up with not as dingy uh, pieces of wood. And the room, the side of the room just opposite of where you guys came in has nothing but large computers on the walls. And you see a desk off to kind of the left with a, a chair, five large monitors, three different keyboards, um, some sort of pad system, like padlock system, and also entry key kind of thing on, on just on the, the table itself. And there there's a chair right in front of the desk and it looks like there's a skeleton of some sort sitting in the chair before anything ha- else happens um mac is now crying uh like like physically crying and and he's just like that door was my sister <laughs> get it together man uh we've got bigger things to work on yeah yeah mac i gotta say your uh your sister she's she's adorable it's complicated, okay? It's complicated. Yeah, I mean, I see that a lot of your relationship hinges on uh, on you oh guys God. having quality time together, so it's rough. I thought you were going to say the door was corrugated instead of complicated. No, I mean, it, it, relationships are difficult when you're hit on top, you know? It uh, makes it harder when you can think straight. Kind of they need you to reframe the, the relationship. Oh, wait. For real, yes. No, no. They need to reframe the relationship. You are exactly right, Lana. I need you to get a handle on it, you know? Yeah, for sure. They definitely need to get a handle on it. I'm checking out the skeleton now. Hey, look. I found a skeleton key. It looks like uh, that's just a run-of-the-mill IT guy these days, am I right? Hey, buddy, why don't you try turning it on and turning it off again, eh? I'm just I'm examining the skeleton. What what's what's the roll? Go ahead and give me an intelligence roll. Uh 13. 13? Okay, so as you you approach the skeleton, uh you kind of pull the chair around as it's one of those it's an office chair so it, it does rotate and you see that the skeleton is just made out of this like straight kind of sh- it's shiny in, in a lot of places but also kind of black framed metal in other spots as well and its head is just lolling back mouth wide open um however as you look into the eye sockets you see that there is some machinery and other uh types of 
technology behind the the eye sockets themselves in the skull. As you do roll away, like roll it away, you just start looking at the computers, and you see that there is a um, one of the monitors is active. It, it looks like there it's passcode locked, but it's active to say the least. I'm gonna try putting in some common passwords like password zero 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 one two three four five okay go ahead and give me a technology roll yeah yeah you get you get him i uh i don't know dick about dick about dick it's gonna be an 11 altogether 11 okay Mm -hmm. so you punch in like a bunch of little passcodes that you think like most people would use none of them really work but it does wake up the other screens and each one is connected to the screen that you're typing on at the moment. So when you, I mean, you can move the mouse around to all the other screens, but it looks like uh, looks like none of them have any clues really to any passcodes that are going on. However, you do see in the right-hand corner of one of the of the most for furthest right uh, screen at the very bottom, you see. Um, Experiment 001 pending. Mm. Emergency shut off on. I guess this uh, this computer is connected to the other room with that uh, that weird guy that woke up. What makes you say that? I think he was named the same thing. Cam is just Pity over name, by the right? skeleton and lifting up the arm and waving. The arm is connected to the hand bone. The hand bone's connected to the finger bone. So as you're doing this, you notice that there are wires connected to the uh, skeleton, and they actually run down onto the floor, connected back into the computers, and as you follow this, the power cords or the cables with your eyes, you see that there's another skeleton, and actually right behind you, it is on the floor. It does not have any legs, and it looks like... It is kind of laying outside of a fireplace. Um, you don't see any legs themselves, but this fireplace, you do notice it. Uh, it is on the second floor, you noticed a fireplace. And on the very first floor, you notice a fireplace too. And you think that it probably goes all the way down. Are the skeletons naked? Yeah, none of them have clothes on. They're just sexy. Yeah, they're just straight up like metal skeletons. Think like T2000 ish. Mm, the skeleton wars. Don't uh, sexualize the skeleton. You don't know what he's been through. It's a tough life, not having any flesh. Well, why? what the fuck does the skeleton care? It's dead. God. Well, this skeleton bone is connected to that skeleton bone. So, I mean, very likely these things could come alive and kill us at any moment. Uh, can I make an investigation to see whether the technology that is connected to this guy and that guy over there are uh, active? Or it could become active. Sure, go ahead and give me a technology roll. Yeah, I can do that. Um, let me see here. I don't think I'm proficient in really any technology, but I do have a perception skill. So is it it, it would be tech over perception? Yeah, it would be tech over perception just to see if it's active or not. Um, however, perception to kind of find out where the wires go, if you want to do that. Yeah, let me uh, uh, do that. I want to know, because, yeah, it's like Christmas lights, you know, or like that. I guess Halloween lights would be more kind of up this alley. But anyway, rolling 
It's going to be a 19 there, good sir. Okay, yeah. As you follow them, though, they actually go behind the desk, and you can see that kind of poking your head around, they go past the actual monitors and go further just straight into the giant computer wall kind of block. However, as you are looking past the monitors, you see like a little sticky note on the back of one of them. Hey guys, look, I found a note. It's probably the password. That's what I would have done. Hey, Lana, do you want this note? I'd... Yeah, what does it say? I'll type it in. I don't know, but uh, hold on. I'm debating whether I should rip all of these cords out of the computer right now. I'm going to suggest don't do that. We could probably get some more information out of this before we... Uh... Yeah, you know, I mean, like, it could fucking wake up Buddy in the next room. That's fair. That's fair. Okay, here's the post-it. I can't really uh, read out very well. Sorry. On the post-it you see, Lana, um, there's a note. It says, uh, change of password. No more of this stupid pee-pee-poo-poo shit. And you can see that the O's in the poo-poo are uh, crossed out into zeros. Like, come on, guys. I know you're all jacked up on Haze, but this is ridiculous. New password is experiment 00154. And you just see a little tagline that says Jack the Ripper. Guys, ever heard of uh, Jack the Ripper? Isn't it a vodka? I would say that the only person. Well, uh, go ahead and everybody give me a cool roll. Ooh, it's going to be a 19 for me. 17. I got a lower roll than the cop. Um, so you guys actually. All of you guys kind of know. About Jack the Ripper, but not really a lot. Jack the Ripper is is somewhat of a um, urban legend, and not only because of the name. Uh, it's mostly because a lot of rippers over the years have taken the name Jack the Ripper. It's kind of like a prestige thing. Um, so you don't know who the current Jack the Ripper may be, but Lana, as a cop, you've heard that uh, this this Ripper has been more active in the area. Uh, most most rippers kind of wait till people either go bankrupt on deals or uh, go into debt before they start taking people's body parts, or you know uh, wait for those people to come to them to get enhanced with with uh, machinery and cybernetics. However, Jack the Ripper is kind of a special case where they are so excited about the prospect of getting new limbs and also of in you know, enhancing humans that they may just kidnap uh, people of any type and play around with them. Mm. Guys, we got a real nutcase on this one. And I'm not talking about duo. Hey, I I resent that comment about me and my... Especially coming from a cop. Come on. Well, not like other cops. How How are you not like other cops? Oh, cool. Okay, if you say you're cool, that makes me think you're very uncool. Well, uh, let's ask the people here. Do you think I'm cool? Give a cool roll. Eleven? Fucking uncool as hell. So, uh, am I I ripping these cords out? I put in the password. So, as you put in the password, uh, the computer kind of comes to life, and you see that there... All the other screens go kind of just shallow blue. And the one in front of you is just black with uh, green lettering across. Um, you see kind of lines of code start reading across. 
And then it comes to one that says power on electronics in lab room, power on electronics in lab room. So number one, power on electronics in attic lab, two, power on whole house, three, shut down emergency breakers, four. I'm leaning to uh, shut down the breakers. What do you guys think? I don't know. Maybe we should just blow up the whole fucking place. There's some evidence we probably got to gather before we torch the place, though. You know, we want to... Oh, yeah. I forgot. Cops like to fabricate evidence before they torch places. Sorry. Okay, all right. I started this character before the summer. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, cops were cool before the summer? No, but... I have to go. At least he's ladies. It's fine. So, okay. All right. And, uh... Cam is sitting on the floor right now and pulls out like a pack of gummies and is just sitting and eating mm. and thinking much like real life art imitating life imitating art mm. so let's think we came here for drug sting right kind of ish now we have people making bodies people stealing bodies Skeleton bodies, this weird string-like situation down the, down the, down the chimney. Maybe we should look down in the chimney. Hmm. You know, All if right. you, if we turn on the, if we turn on the lights up here, it could be that it's easy to turn them off, right? So, don't we just like want to open that door, big metal door? Don't we, don't we just want to get that open so we can, I don't know, kill whoever's inside? loot their corpses I don't think we should be turning anything on or off that we don't know about you know you don't know what this does you don't know so I can rip this cord out right here I mean here's my my opinion on it the guy's name is Jack the Ripper so he wants us to rip stuff right so like we don't do that we do the opposite of that we we put things more things in that won't be ripped out that's surprisingly uh well thought through Mac Cam is just going to take one of the gummies out of her pack and shove it in the AV hole on the computer. Oh, like this? This is what you want? Is this make you happy? Well, it's not ripping. I mean, I don't I don't know. It kind of sounds stupid when you when you do it like that. I don't know. I was thinking like more technology. I don't know. We came here to push buttons, whether it be this you know, the Kennedy buttons or the, the Hayes buttons. We came here to push buttons, so let's push the buttons. Let's fuck shit up. We're ready to party. Guys, my face is numb. Alright, so once more, there is number one. We'll turn on the power for the laboratory. Number two, we'll, or well, I'll turn on the greater power for the laboratory. Number two, we'll turn on the power to the upstairs, the attic laboratory, which you guys are in right now. Number three, we'll turn on whole house power. And number four, we'll shut off emergency breakers. I'm going to turn on the power for this room. Um, you press three and you hit enter. And a line of code pops up and says, Warning, cannot turn on lights until emergency breakers have been shut off. I'm going to shut off the emergency breakers. Okay, so emergency breakers shut off. And you hear a kind of gentle hum just go through the house. Um, it's not enough to really alarm you guys, but it is something that's new. You turned on the AC. It's getting kind of warm in here. That makes more sense. 
So what else would you like to do? Turn on the stuff in the lab. All right. So you turn on the power to lab number one and the lights that were low lit and hanging above you just instantly go bright. And you hear a lot of whirring. Essentially, you hear a decent amount of, it seemed like one of the computer boxes was hooked up to all these um, these monitors and was subsisting off of low energy, but all the rest just start running. And as you do so, the other monitors start to come to life and they start running lines and lines of coding on all of them. Um, it runs pretty quickly, but you can see from just kind of glancing about really quickly in your, your tech roll from earlier that you see there are here and there, you get to see some parts that say like, oh, the computer is warming up. This makes sense. This is program, you know, starting up. This is starting to work. And then you just start to see a bunch of code in different what seems like languages. Uh, would anybody want to try to give me a tech roll to see what's going on? That won't be me. <laughs> okay, I'll give you the shot, but it's just going to be bad. Okay, 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 ten. Okay, so you can see that um, you don't know what it says, but you know that there's a lot of like Greek letters. And as you look closer, you see uh, what looks like it's lines of math. So codes, lines of math, stuff like that. Um, and then you start to hear as the room itself starts to power up once more. Um, as it does so, the uh, the skeletons behind you guys, you're alerted to the noise of them just moving around. You see that like their fingers are starting to twitch, and that's about it. They're not moving. Their fingers are just twitching, and you can kind of hear motors just whirring along inside of them. Clickety-clackety, the skeletons are backety. Uh, <laughs> motherfucker. Okay, so... Um, can I ask, is there some rope in here? There's just those large wires that were connecting skeletons to the ground. So there's no, like, extra AV cords or something? Like, no extra extra cords that's not plugged into anything? Not really. Well, shit. Okay. I'm gonna take Can my I... belt off. That's, I'm just gonna, this is completely unbelievable. There's no way that there's not extra AV, AV cables, because there's always extra AV cables. Yeah, there's... They're not in that office, I can tell you that. Alright, fine. There's a supply closet somewhere. And it's just a mess in there. This guy is really 5S-y up here. Like, he really is squared away his shit. Lana, you got a belt on? Yeah. Of take course I have a belt on. It's part of our uniform. Yeah, take it Take it off. Try to take the belt off. Can I try to get back to the home menu? Like, if I, if I press any buttons, what happens? You still have number one, number two are still active. However, there's now number five, number six, and number seven. Number five says run experiment 0001. Number six says uh, <clears throat> unlock blast door. Number seven says uh, empower security controls. Hey guys, there's a there's an option here to unlock the blast doors. That's what I think we fucking want, right? Yeah, to get back downstairs. Yeah, let out whatever is fucking trapped down there. Sounds like a great idea. I'm gonna tie up the skeleton. Okay, as you do so, it's it's not moving. Its fingers are still just twitching. And you kind of get, like, a feeling that maybe it's running a program. Mm. Mr. Skelebones, you are I want to work quick, guys. Home with me, Mr. Skelebones. I mean, you were talking about me not sexualizing him earlier. I'm just... Time up with a bell that's a little kinky. Even for me. Okay, for one, it's a bosun's knot, not a bow. And for seconds... 
I don't want to kill him. He just seems like he's having a good time up here in the attic. You know, who knows what this guy was when he was alive? He might not even be a guy. I haven't looked at its pubic bones. I don't know. It's a fucking skeleton. It's fucking moving. It's creepy. Guys, uh, I gotta press all these buttons and basically turn everything on if we want to get access to the basement. Mac just, like, hits all the buttons. Mac just smacks his whole hand across the keyboard and then smacks enter as quickly as possible. Uh, you guys all hear that gentle hum turns into a loud whirring throughout the entirety of the house. And you guys feel as it seems like some sort of generator sort of thing has kicked in heavily. You hear a loud grating coming down from downstairs. And at the same time, you hear out of the speakers from the mouth of both skeletons, you hear security controls enabled, security controls enabled. Experiment 0001 is being run. And you just hear like essentially what first sounds like static coming out of their mouths and then it sounds like kind of like 1920s-esque music just being played softly at first and then as you start to hear you hear some sort of loud roar or scream from downstairs you hear what sounds like gunshots and that music starts to get louder and louder and louder from the uh, from the skeletons themselves you hear Experiment 001, successful. Experiment 001, failure, failure. All scientists working, killed. Enable (laughs) security controls. And the music just gets louder and louder and louder. Tonight's sponsor is uh, beer, Um, just general beer. Uh, All the, every beer, all the beers sponsored us. We got every beer. Sour beers. If you can do Ooh, sour beers. If you can do ten keg stands in a row and not have your your livers shut down, send a uh, prepaid postage mail thing off to our uh, offices at 124 Gervais Street, North Carolina, South Carolina, U.S. of A. And uh, we're we're also accepting Walmart money orders. Hey everyone, it's Gavin. I hope you were enjoying the special Halloween episode. This has now become a three-parter due to the length of the second session, but never fear, or do, because it's spook month. The final installment of Hayes House will come out next week instead of the normal two weeks. This will of course throw off the regular series rotation by a week. I have been hard at work trying to regain permanent control of my feed from Saul Owens Jr., but he is fighting me every step of the way. If you are a new listener, welcome. We hope you are enjoying yourself and maybe would consider sharing us with your friends and family. We have a Twitter at Roll Warriors where you can tweet about the show and get updates. If you have some extra money, we would love your financial support on our Patreon at www.patreon.com backslash roll underscore warriors. For $5 a month, you can get exclusive bonus episodes made from suggestions by our patrons. Speaking of... I'd like to thank our current patrons, Daniel Sittler, Billy Young, and James Beatty. Lastly, we have a website where you can learn more about the characters and the people behind the characters at www.rollwarriorsadventures.weebly.com. It looks like I'm out of time. We will return to our regular season on November 10th, so don't miss that. Stay spooky. Cam, would you mind giving me a luck roll? Yeah, let me see. Um, 
who aren't we feeling lucky today? Sorry, guys. She was just taking so long, and it's just it's fucking I'm tired of being in this dumb house. Eleven. You are able to move out of the way as that skeleton, its head jerks up, and it looks at you, and it just breaks through your belt. Oh, fuck. And its arms start kind of crawling towards you. I need everybody to roll initiative really quickly. 14 from me. Kim rolled an 18. It's 12. Everybody had a heavy pistol. That's what you guys were armed with. Yeah, I've got two heavy pistols. I wonder if the cop has two pistols. One for shooting and one for planting. That one has no uh, no fingerprints, nothing on it. Yeah, it's in a, it's in a plastic bag. It's like pre-evidenced. So all you have to do is hand it, hand it to your superior. They had a gun. We also have a, a knife and you got, you know, a little and grandma coke. Cam, right off the bat, you jump away from that skeleton and you see the other skeleton who is right behind uh, Lana uh, just stand up and its mouth is wide open. You can hear that kind of creepy ass music coming from it. You were up first. What are you going to do? Okay, so these skeletons are connected by a cord, right? Uh, fucking skeleton rodeo. I'm going to uh, leap for the cord that's connecting the two and yank it. Okay. Go ahead and give me a dexterity roll. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's see. Roll big here. Dice rolled a 10. Oh, shit. Okay, um, 23. Nice. Okay, so you, you managed to kind of duck out of the way as one of it starts to raise its arms up and the other one from the ground raises its hands up to try to swipe at you. Um, you jump over them and you manage to get a foot on the one that's on the ground and you you kind of boot it away as you pull this cable out of it and you pull the cable out of the other one at the same time and for a second that one on the ground goes limp but then it turns right back around to you and it's now you can see it is staring right at you the same thing with the other one um, however you do have about I would say six feet of heavy like three heavy cables just in your hands at the moment Looks like they're battery-powered. Yeah, um, so are the two skeletons across from me? One is, is, I would say, about 10 feet away from you since you kind of booted it. Uh, the other one is just about 5 feet away from you. Um, you. Lana is kind of in the way between you and the, the other skeleton. If you look behind yourself, you do have about... Remember how on the first and second floor there was kind of like an octagonal kind of shaped windows? You guys have those, so it's it's kind of shallow. I would say it's about probably three feet above you is the ceiling of the roof itself. So you you can back up a bit to these windows. They are boarded up if you'd like to. No, I'm okay where I am. Where I am. I just you know, uh, I'm just gonna look at my companions and say, okay, clothesline. And I guess that's my turn. So next up is going to be the skeleton closest to Lana. So that skeleton is going to look over to Lana and it is going to lunge forward and grab you, Lana, with both its hands. And then as you see, you look into its cold metallic eyes and you see two kind of diodes. It opens up its mouth even wider to inhuman extent. And that music goes from being old and creepy, just being straight static like a feedback loop so go ahead and give me a cool roll please Ugh, that's gonna be an 11 you're just so shocked by how everything happened all at once by the, the screams and just 
the, the crazy sounds coming from down the stairs and also just from everything going on within the last like second that uh you just your whole body freezes up as this thing just screams into your face and you are going to be paralyzed until you'll be paralyzed on your next turn and then you'll be able to act well that's no good Next up is Lana, but as we said, you are currently in shock at the moment. Is there anything that kind of like goes through your mind while you're you're just freaked out? Thinking about back at the academy, what I would have done. Let's see. First thing, plant the evidence. No, can't do that here. Second thing, um, stop resisting. Stop resisting. That's what she's going to think. <laughs> all right. Mac, you see all of this happen all in one go. You're about five feet away from Lana. And that other, you you saw as uh, Cam had booted a, the half the half skeleton right towards you. And you're about, I'd say, sorry, you're about 10 feet away from the one that's bothering Lana. And you're about five feet away from the one that got booted. And you see it kind of twirl around on its two arms and start looking towards back towards cam what do you want to do um i'm gonna so one of the ends of this cable is currently in cam's hand and the other one's in the skeletons nope so when when cam jumped over uh cam managed to rip the cables out of both of them so cam now just has what looks like uh, about five uh, six to seven feet worth of heavy duty cables in their hands okay Okay, so I'm going to take the other end out of the out of the the computer thing, the computer terminal or whatever, and not give a nod to Cam uh and try to try to clothesline them. Okay. So all right. And I I understand if Lana's going to get caught up in that. Um you get caught up in that one and you'll only really be able to clothesline one of them because the other one is is half of a body. It's just crawling right. around on the ground. Um, so go ahead. Yeah. So you rip out the cables from the computers and as you do so, you hear something powered down as you're ripping just cables out of the computers. Um, and the computer terminals start to flash a one, two, three of them go out and then the rest start to flash kind of a, a weird red and blue. But as you do so, give me a reflex roll. 18. So you easily rip those cables out and between you and Lana, you now you go to try to clothesline it, but as you realize you don't really have enough energy to kind of do that, you manage to make a loop around both Lana and the skeleton in one go, and you guys are both holding it taut at opposite ends. You guys are going to get to know each other better. <laughs> All right. And would you like to do anything else, like back up, move anyway? Uh, he's going to flip them off. Okay. Um, with that, the last skeleton will see everything going on, and since it last got kicked by Cam, it is going to scurry over to Cam. So it's right up on top of Cam. And it will go... Cam, what I will need you to do is I need you to roll a d10 plus your reflex. Can I use my evasion skill? Yeah, you certainly can. I'm going to fucking evade it. All right. Or attempt to. 13. Bad news was it rolled a critical. With one of its hands, it just reaches up and just reaches straight into your gut 
and that's when you notice that the the hand itself, all the fingers are pointed like claw shaped. So you will take thirteen points of damage. Oh Jesus, man! You need a fucking manicure. That is all it is going to do. So back to the top of the order. It is now your turn, Cam. Okay, I'm gonna get my gun out, then I'm gonna shoot it in the fucking head. Okay. Okay, fifteen. Fifteen? Yeah, that'll definitely hit. So go ahead and roll damage on this thing. Got a nine points of damage. All right. Wow, that's a that's that's a pretty beefy hit. Yeah, you're uh, kind of pushing it away, pushing its arm out of your body. You you just instantly pull your handgun out and just unload really quick into its head. And you can see, actually, there's now sparks and shit shooting out of it. While it looks like one of its arms is just not working anymore, but you can hear the grinding of servos as it's attempting to move. Um, you take this time to notice that where its legs would be on the kind of like the spinal column is just a large black char mark. And you notice that it looks like something extremely hot cut this thing in half um and it is not moving very well and it definitely looks it looks really hurt yeah good oh i thought i hate its nails oh i hate it okay i'm gonna back up a little bit too okay and drop and i've dropped the uh the end to this uh, cable by now Lana, oh, actually, it is the other skeleton first. So the other skeleton is going to move, and seeing that it was caught up, and it, it saw it sees a compatriot fighting Cam, it's going to head over to Mac and attempt to take another take a swipe at Mac as well. So Mac, go ahead and do uh, it's a D10 plus your reflex, I believe it was. Uh, okay, I rolled a ten. So, 16 plus 6 is um, 32. No. Yes. No. 22. Sorry. That's, that's completely fine. So, you, you anticipate, as you see this, uh, this creature coming towards you, this metal skeleton, it lunges out with one of its hands, and you just freak out and manage to duck out of the way of this thing. This one isn't my sister. Shit. I hate to admit it, but you guys are kind of good at this. Well, as you admit that, Lana, you kind of, like, come back into into awareness. Like, the shock leaves your system. It is now your turn. What would you like to do? Okay, I want to step out of the cable. Mm-hmm. And so, wait, are they... None of them are moving anymore? Uh, they're attacking your friends. Okay, well, I'm going to shoot at whatever the closest one is to me. What about my pistol? All right, so you're probably going to turn around and you're going to shoot at the one on the ground that was attacking... Uh, Mac. All right, so that's going to be eighteen. Okay, that's still gonna hit. So go ahead and roll your two d six damage. All right, that's gonna be ooh ten. All right, so as you you whip it around, you just kind of executioner style to the uh, to the little robot skeleton guy on the ground. And bringing it back to your days in the academy when they train you to do this to unarmed civilians, um, you put that thing down, and you just hear the music kind of stops. This is the first time it gets a little bit quieter up in the room, and it's weird because you can hear that music echoing from downstairs, and you do hear yelling. Seems like they got a nice sound system in this building. I don't hear any subs. I don't hear any subwoofers, so I beg to differ. 
Wait, do I hear any subs? <laughs> you hear throaty, deep screams and what sounds like booms and like the foundation shaking, but no. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mac, it is your turn. Yeah. So, so Max, Mac is likewise gonna gonna pull out his uh, pistol, and um, he's gonna do the he's gonna shoot, but he's gonna do it like the gangsters do it. He's gonna have one hand holding his pants up and the other one sideways uh shooting at the skeleton that is uh standing the one that's up on my grill yeah and that one's within like five feet so easily done 15 15 yeah that'll hit uh five i mean it's fine it's whatever i have a i have a shitty pistol anyway (laughs) i wrote that in my character description pistol is shitty so using your like second hand hand me down uh, pistol of the ghetto um, you do put two bullets in this, this fucking walking, terrifying creature, uh, but it doesn't seem to slow it down at all. And you seem just to just have like a bullet caught in its front, kind of like, it doesn't really have a chest plate, just it's where its pectoral would be. It's just nothing but metal. And you see the bullet is just lodged in there and it just kind of like looks down and it opens its mouth again wider than is humanly possible and you just hear that music start to get louder and louder and you start to hear a bit of a feedback loop um that being said uh lana or cam it is now your turn okay i'm gonna shoot the one in front of me again okay so well the the one that's dead in front of you okay i'm just gonna like nudge it with my foot real quick and then i'll shoot the other one yeah as you nudge it it just it doesn't move that's uh uh 14 that will hit go ahead and roll your 2d6 damage I hate jump scares. I hate weird guys. I hate the eyeballs that don't look at you. Eight damage. It's starting to look pretty dinged up as uh, a bullet goes flying into kind of the central uh, vertebrae of its back. And you can see sparks are starting to shoot out of its spinal column. And it kind of like turns just a little bit as it gets shot, but it continues on its course. And with that being said, the skeleton is going to continue on. And seeing that Mac had pulled the gun on it, it's going to grab your hands, Mac, the one that's holding the gun, and kind of wrench it out of the way. And you hear as this feedback loop gets louder and louder and louder. And I'm going to need you to make a... I believe I said body. Yeah, I'm going to need you to make a body check for me. This is fucking gay, man. Uh, 15. 15? Okay, so you start to hear this just brain-shatteringly loud, like, numbing feedback loop. But as you do, you bite down on your grills. And you remember to the days back when you were a child around here when you would just blast music in the old, old-ass beat-up vehicles that you would ride around in. Subwoofers blaring. You just go back to that memory, and all of this kind of feedback just fades away as you've heard it plenty of times before just in in you know fire mixtapes that your friends have made and you're just like yeah all right whatever this you know this isn't fucking shit i ain't scared it's it ain't worse than my mom on a bender she's fucking skinnier too its eyes narrow and it just like looks at you with a vague look of not only confusion but kind of concern as well like shit this guy needs help um and lana it's your turn I'm going to turn my pistol around, executioner style, try and hit the last dude. All right, go ahead and roll d10. 15. Uh, 
All right, that'll hit. <laughs> um, that's only three. Wow, okay. So you shoot, and the bullet kind of like ricochets off of part of its shoulder blade, but you see that that arm that you hit is is not working anymore, and actually you can see part of it kind of lower, and from where you hit it, it actually just starts to separate, and you can see a long cable and what looks like metal bindings just keeping this arm attached to this this metal skeleton and it's fucking creepy like its other arm is still working it kind of just looks at it and you see as it reaches across itself and actually just goes and rips its right arm out of its body leaving a trail of cables and electrodes and it's just holding on to its arm and it looks like it's ready to use it as a fucking baseball bat sort of thing hey man uh why don't you fight someone your own size all right. Well, Mac, it is now your turn. I want to, I want to line myself up so that um, it the skeleton is directly behind the big computer tower, um, and then I want to charge the skeleton and shove it as hard as I can at this apparatus. All right. Um, yeah. Go ahead. So you you definitely move around. You kind of like tuck the gun back into your pants, even though the pants and your gun are now like drooping towards your 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 knees some um go ahead and make a body check for me and add plus two because you are hazed up hell yeah man all right <laughs> i rolled a 10 this is gonna be an insanely high okay 30 oh shit okay 10 plus 10 plus 8 plus 2 yep so this uh y- you back up and just with like the rage of kind of a feeling you've never really felt before, you just get up, get hands right up underneath this thing's arms as it starts to swing at you with its own arm holding on to its baseball bat arm. And at first it holds tight and it doesn't move at all, but you just get so angry. You shove it and you shove it harder and harder. And you just ram it right up into the computers and as you do so it just breaks into a into all of the computer monitor not the monitors but the actual like hardware itself and you back up right as it starts to just shake and shake and shake it's getting electrocuted and you see smoke and what looks like small electrical fires kind of start up around it and then it just goes limp that's how we do it in bone row bitch it is dead that being said, though, you guys still hear creepy ass music coming from downstairs and loud bangs and still some uh, what sounds like bullets going off, guns being shot. Whoa, you scared me there for a minute, bro. Like, I didn't think you'd be up as late as me. Yeah, I just have another one of those nights where I, like, I just keep on thinking I'm dreaming about stuff, but I don't really dream about anything and I do you know who Janet is I don't know who she is either but I'm sure we can fight out together on Real Warriors every Tuesday night um anyways if you want to go to sleep that's fine I'm probably just going to be up for a couple more hours trying to remember things alright man get some sleep catch you later Okay, so maybe this whole, like, button-pushing strategy was not the best one for us. I mean, it was just... It was taking forever. I have a, I have a very short attention span. 
and I got like shit to do tonight. My friend's DJing like I want to fucking get out of here and I don't want to be hanging around dumb skeletons. Okay, so uh, Mac, you want to lead the way? Yeah. All right. So Mac leads the way down the stairs. Uh, the glowing teeth no longer really in use or need anymore as the house is actually uh, very well lit by um, fluorescent lights that you guys did not notice as you're inspecting the house itself. They're pretty well hidden and a lot of them were kind of floor lights as well. So you're just getting light that kind of shoots up from the floor as you guys race down. As you do, you go past the second floor and you see that suit of armor. Um, it is toppled over and its legs are twitching. But from your investigation last time, you guys ended up disconnecting a couple wires from this, uh, this creature as well. And you notice that that skeleton is the exact same model that you guys saw from the upstairs and it is just shaking around on the ground do you guys want to continue down to the first floor hell yeah man all right so you guys continue down and you notice that the table that was leaned up against the blast door is now kind of tugged across on the other side of the room as the blast door opened up on its own accord on the motors um and as you get down there, that's when you start to hear that same like 1920s, 1930s music, just extremely loud, kind of like it sounds like a, an old broken record playing. It's coming from the basement, and you hear just guttural kind of screams and shouts. Um, you hear the yells of a, a few individual humans, and uh, it sounds like loud footsteps pounding, something being broken along those lines. Max just going to gonna turn his flat bill from the front to the back and pull his gun <laughs> is there anything in the kitchen like i'm looking for marble or like I, I don't know like some teacups that are nice and stacked up um if you search around for a little bit you find some like like two glass cups that's about it is there haze on this table too there were some uh some needles full of haze there were a couple um injectable haze kind of consumables and i would say there's about three that look healthy enough for use the rest look rusty and or gross okay uh when nobody's looking i'm gonna try to swipe one yeah easily done um as soon as your other two compatriots are kind of looking away or investigating something you just pocket all you pocket about three of them and they just they're gone they're gone from the table but it doesn't look like the table has really moved around all that much um, I'm going to check the walls for stuff. I don't know. I was really into checking the walls earlier. I'm going to keep, you know, listening, seeing what I can hear, touching stuff. All right. Go ahead and give me an intelligence roll. Okay. So that's going to be 12. Okay. As you put your ear to the wall, what you hear are... You do hear the music. You do hear the thrumming of electricity. But first and foremost, you hear loud stomping bullets going off down the basement. And every once in a while, just a massive pound on the wall itself. Sounds like there's a lot of commotion going on downstairs. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of commotion that we would have had to deal with had Mr. Uh, Terminator not beat us to the punch. 
I, I'm just saying I think that the pushing all the buttons plan was a good plan. Because we don't have to fucking deal with none of these bullshits. Oh, we don't know what's down there, necessarily. We could have let a lot of stuff out that maybe uh, we could have avoided. Oh my god, did we just find the zoo? I've heard of these. I've always wanted to go in one. Yeah, no, a zoo would be a lot more fun, and I'd have okay. ice cream. Is this an open door right now in front of us? Yeah, there's an open door, and there is a set of stairs that lead down it. I'm gonna throw one of my teacups down the hallway. Uh, as you do, um, you hear it shatter against the ground, and you just hear somebody say, like, The fuck was that? Don't worry about it, we got bigger things to- I'm gonna wait five seconds, and then I'm gonna throw my second teacup. Yeah, it's it's drowned over the sound of of this thing just screaming and and yelling like guttural yells as it pounds against walls and there's bullet I mean there's gunshots going off left and right so nobody really pays attention to it. Okay. Do we just wade into this uh this zoo downstairs or do we wait for like the lion to win and emerge and then we shoot the lion? I mean, I'm I was like all gung-ho about hurrying this shit along but I kind of want to just chill and, and let let these fuckers hash it out. You know what I'm saying? Is there any coffee here? I could use a cup. Yeah, what's in the fridge, man? What's in the fucking fridge? So as as you hear screaming and shooting and all this other shit from behind you, go ahead and uh, whoever wants to check out the fridge, give me an investigation or an intelligence roll. Cam is going to keep her weapon drawn and stay by the doorway just to make sure if anything is going to start coming up. She's gonna, um, be aware. Well, my regular intelligence, uh, roll is a nine, but my beer intelligence roll is a thousand. As you open up the fridge, you see tonight's sponsor, beer, in the fridge. Oh, hell yeah, fuck shit. There's only beer. The only problem is, with that in- intelligence roll of nine, all the beer is open. Uh. I mean, no, it doesn't look like anybody has drank any of it. It's just... For whatever reason, they're all open. Fuck, it'll save me money at the club. And I stand down like three. They, uh, yeah. They, uh, you regain six hit points. I only lost three, so <laughs> we're rocking back at full, huh? Solid. I like it. And I'm riding the, tr- I'm riding the gravy chain to Chilltown. Cam, as you see Max start to drink, like, this dubiously open gross beer, um... You hear panting, and you hear footsteps running up the the stairs. And before you really can train your gun on it, you see somebody just run up the stairs. They have a gun in one hand, and they're holding their arm that's holding the gun. And there's you can just see there's slash marks on their back, and they're kind of bleeding from their mouth. Uh, they're dressed in kind of a, a tattered, what looks like maybe a uh, an overcoat with tails. Um, so kind of like a tuxedo. You don't see any shirt underneath, but you do see a large physical form with um, what looks like metal plating kind of on parts of the body itself, kind of sewn into the flesh. And on those metal platings in the body, you see just tattoos all over the place. Um, one looks like a an old hacksaw. Another one is kind of a plague doctor's mask and all this other stuff. And he is wearing a top hat. He is... He's, tall he has greasy greasy blonde hair and you can't really tell of i guess what ethnicity or descent he is um as with a lot of 
people in Pilates, he's just a whole mix, but he just runs past you. Um, if you want to try to stop him, go ahead and give me a reflex roll. I want to try to trick him. Yeah, if nobody else had anything, I was going to throw my beer can at him. <laughs> okay, so 14. 14, yeah, so you managed to trip him, and he goes just flying to the ground, almost hits a chair that has been pushed away. And that's when he starts to notice that there's three individuals he's never noticed in the house before. And he starts to put his gun up. But, Cam, you already have your gun pulled and drawn on him. Yeah, whoopsies, oopsies. Hey, uh, can you just freeze, motherfucker? And, uh, you know, explain before my friends here have to put the bullet in your head right next to the bullet that I will put in your head. Yeah, who the hell are you and who do you work for? He's panting heavily. And you see now that not only was he bleeding on his back, but also as the um, kind of suit jacket has come undone, you can see that there's also large gashes across his stomach as well. And he's just, he's wide-eyed and he drops the gun and he puts a hand up, the one hand that like was holding the gun, the other one's just keeping pressure on his body. You, you have to get out of here. We all have to get out of here. You, you don't understand what you've done. You, 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 you started it all. It's too early for this to, to happen. You fucked up all my experiments. All right, listen, listen. Just, can't, just chill. Like explain things slowly. And um, this, uh, and I pull out a a slip of paper. I said, and this uh, coupon for uh, two for one burgers at uh, my buddy. Uh, DJ Dagon's place is yours. <laughs> I'm gonna try to bribe him. All right. I mean, go ahead and and try to make a uh, a, a cool roll. It's my bribery. It's my highest skill. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh. So that's a six plus eighteen, um, which is twenty four. Yeah, twenty four. I mean, he looks at it and he's like, uh, okay. Okay, I mean, is this a really? It sounds like actually kind of an interesting thing. Wait, you said DJ Dagon, like the DJ Dagon? Yeah, man, I know. Like he, okay, it's long story short. Like he was big, a big fucking DJ, and then he opened like a burger chain, and everyone laughed because he thought it was gonna be stupid. It's actually fucking great, man. This shit, this this food, I live off of this food. It shows. Not gonna lie, man. Like I, I've heard of Yeezy fries. Like Yeezy fries. I, I know he he created those. Those are pretty fucking. And hey, fucker, focus. In the middle of him talking, you hear a loud bellowing roar, and the music starts to dim a little bit from the basement. And he instantly eyes locks right back on that uh, on the downstairs, and he just says, "We we we have to get out of here, all of us now. I don't." care but you you've ruined my fucking experiments and now they're gonna ruin us can we close the door the big blast door you can try to um some somebody else try to i'm talking to this fool can i run upstairs and uh hit the breaker switch unfortunately the computers are destroyed (laughs) yeah i kind of threw a skeleton into them (laughs) you can try to close a blast door if you want to yeah i'll help uh I'll, I'll help uh, uh, Lana. All right. All right. So whoever wants to gets advantage on the roll, um, and you will roll a body roll plus your d10 with advantage. Uh, I'm pretty buff here, Lana. Um, you know, are you a 10 buff, though? Because my body's a 10. 10. Buff. 
straight We're just ten. a bunch of straight ten bodies. That's gonna be uh, nineteen for me. Lana, you put both your hands in the door, and you start to shut it, but your strength kind of fades as it's just, it's not moving. Like, I mean, at the Academy, you were trained to break into the homes of innocent people and also the cars of innocent civilians. But this is closing a door, not opening one. So it's it's pretty difficult for you. Not going to lie, guys. I was not expecting this. Yeah. So that door does not close. I'm sorry. It's it's a pretty high DC. Um, but... Uh, Mac, as you're you're talking to the individual on the ground, um, he's like, "Don't! It, it's not going to shut. We just need to get out of here. You don't understand. The second he gets up the stairs, the second he breaks through the basement, we're all fucked." Hey, focus up, focus up here, cool, compadre. Look at me. Look at my eyes. Look at your coupon. Talk. Experiment zero. Experiment zero zero one. He's the first. He was supposed to be the prime candidate. You don't understand. As soon as we figured out this haze and, and we used it, the Kennedys had a good thing going, but we could have made it so much better. Fuck the Kennedys. Fuck the Rivers. Um, I'm the only one that matters. My crew is the only one that matters, and they're all dead now. I'm going to cock my gun menacingly and put it in his face. Go ahead and do an intimidation check. So that will be a D10 plus your cool. Ooh, all right. Don't do me wrong now. Oh, jeez. Well, 11. He looks at the gun, and he actually quickly reaches up, grabs it, and puts it right up against his head. Fucking do it, because at least then I won't have to deal with that thing anymore. Hey, man, you listen, you won't get that, you won't get that burger, though. You won't get that burger, though. He lets go. I might kick him in the face. Hey, let's quit. Cop. All right, fucking chill out. Time out. Time out corner. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to this man, man to man. He takes three points of damage, and as you do, he just, like, coughs up a shit ton of blood. Uh, you can tell he's already pretty beat up, and that probably didn't help him out too well. Well, maybe you shouldn't be grabbing my gun. What, are you gonna say some shit like I was resisting? <laughs> well, I don't- you haven't even told me who you are yet. I, I already dis- de-escalated the situation, thank you very much. He wasn't a threat, okay? You think he wasn't a threat? He grabbed my gun. Hey, assets, maybe we should focus on the guy that's, like, still murdering and rampaging. I mean, he's he's doing his own thing. I don't... F- but if he comes up the stairs, though. Cam, you hear uh, what sounds like an electrical smash, like, when you smash the computers. And there is still music playing, but it is very gentle. The creature downstairs bellows as loud as it can once more. Maybe shove the table down the stairs. Yeah, what kind of furniture do we have in the room? Uh, You still have that table. It's not, like, tipped over or anything. It just got moved as the door opens. Whatever we do, we don't sacrifice the beer fridge. I need you to promise me. I know it's probably the biggest, most rational, like, like, thing that we could do, but don't. It's beer. I mean, you can take the beer out of the fridge. It's totally normal. I would take too long. It would lose its chill. You're losing your chill. Alright, shoving the table down the hole. Make a like make a door jam of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could you can do so, so you kinda just the best bet is probably just pushing it down the stairwell as best as you can and just kinda like jamming up the whole entrance. Um Yeah, so if the three of you work together you can definitely get that done pretty easily. Um I think I'm gonna let them them get the table going um and mac is now unplugging the fridge 